At University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. Tears of the anterior cruciate ligament, or ACL, can happen frequently among athletes. How can they reduce their risk for these types of injuries? My guest today is Dr. Mark Miller. He's board certified in orthopedic medicine and orthopedic sports medicine, and he serves as the division head for sports medicine at UVA Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Miller. Tell us a little bit about the ACL, or the anterior cruciate ligament. What is its function as a part of the knee? Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me, Melanie. Um, The anterior cruciate ligament is a key ligament for stability of the knee. It allows young people and athletes and all of us, for that matter, to pivot, change direction, and play pivoting-type sports. So it's a critical factor in ability to turn and twist and pivot. Why is it so easily injured? Well, because it's vulnerable. And so uh, the the problem is it just takes the wrong amount of landing or pivoting or change of direction and just the, 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 the one tiny bit beyond normal and it can be vulnerable for injury. So what type of athletes or normal people are more likely to suffer an ACL injury? Well, for some reason that we're only starting to figure out, the female athlete is, is the most at risk, as much as four or five times the male athlete. And probably that has to do with the way that they land or their body habitus or the way that their, their ligament is situated in the notch of their knee. And so we're working really hard to try to figure that out and try to, to reduce the injuries in this female athlete population, which is very much at risk right now. They are. So how, what does it feel like to injure your ACL? What happens? Well, patients describe uh, landing funny and hearing a pop. Uh, or feeling a pop or both, and uh, immediate swelling of their knee, and of course they're unable to return to play in that same game. So what happens then afterwards? Is this a brace and ice situation? Is it emergent? Do you get right to the doctor? What do you do? Well, it's certainly not emergent, but we like to see these patients sooner rather than later because we want to confirm the diagnosis. We want to see if there's additional injuries, which are common, such as meniscus tear, or articular cartilage injuries, and we want to get them on the road to recovery. So do we know why women are a little bit more susceptible to this? Does it have to do with hormones or, you know, kinematics, gait? What does it have to do with? Yeah, this this question actually shows up on exams sometimes, and the answer is always all of the above, because there's so many factors that are involved. All those you mentioned, plus just simply the way that women tend to land after they come from a jump, and they land with their knees more knock-kneed and straight rather than absorbing the jump in, in, in as they land. And so we're doing jump training, uh, which is called plyometrics. We're doing counseling. We're doing injury prevention uh, to try to reduce this risk. So if a girl, a soccer player specifically, learns good biomechanics for the way that they pivot or the way that they land, then they can possibly reduce some of these injuries. What do you want coaches and parents to know about plyometrics and teaching some of these good biomechanical moves? Sure. There's some exciting research going on right now in Southern California on this very issue. And there are some programs that uh, coaches can get online that can help uh, reduce some injuries. Now, they're not going to go away, but hopefully we can reduce them. And and the whole uh, sports society has a program called the Stop Injury Program that we're trying to reduce these injuries. And so this is all available online, and the the American Orthopedic Society for Sports Medicine has a vested interest in, in promoting these programs. 
What happens if it's torn then? What, what's a, an athlete to do? Does this require surgery or is it something that can heal itself? No, unfortunately, this is something that cannot heal itself because in the knee, for some reason, the joint fluid caused it to almost get like a rubberized coating over it. And so the ligament can't attach to itself because of the in-the-joint uh, mechanism. So what we do is we, do, we place a tendon graft to replace the ligament. That's what ACL reconstruction is. Use typically the center one-third of the kneecap tendon or the hamstring tendons to replace the torn ligament. And that's what ACL reconstruction is all about. Is this, is this performed arthroscopically? Yes. And so uh, it's certainly arthroscopically assisted. You have to actually make an incision to obtain the graft. And we've learned also to avoid donor grafts in young people, allografts, because there's a high risk of failure uh, with those grafts. So what's recovery like for a torn ACL? Well, the recovery typically involves uh, physical therapy, working on range of motion and quadriceps uh, activities. And uh, it's often three to four months before they can return to even straight-ahead running, and at least six months before they can return to play. So are there certain patients that ACL reconstruction is not recommended? Certainly. If, if you're uh, relatively sedentary and you don't have an active lifestyle and you don't do pivoting sports, uh, then you're probably not going to need to have an ACL reconstruction. So what about those athletes? You, you mentioned returning to play, but is soccer then out for a good long time? Do you skip a whole season into the next season? Do you advise they brace it for a long time? What, what happens for those athletes? Yeah, unfortunately, the female uh, soccer athlete is, is one of our biggest dilemmas right now. We can get them back to play in six or as much as 12 months, but the problem is they're still at risk for recurrent injury. It's, it's alarming how high that risk is. And also not, to that, not only to the knee that you operate on, to the other knee as well. Uh, and so this is a dilemma we haven't quite solved. And if the, if the goal of the athlete is to try to preserve their knee health, probably that's not the best sport for them. Uh, but if they're adamant about playing soccer, then we'll do everything we can to get them back on the field. So if they get to have a reconstruction, is there a risk then for the surrounding ligaments and tendons after that fact? Is there a way to strengthen those up along with this new reconstructed ACL? Yeah, certainly. Well, uh, quadriceps rehabilitation is an important part of that. Bracing hasn't been turned out to be as uh, helpful as we would uh, think because the braces simply don't work at the at the speed or the rate that these injuries occur. And so there's all, little you can do except for uh, aggressively rehabilitate and try to uh, do jump training and avoid re-injury. But even with that, the risk is still high, especially in that sport. Let's talk about prevention again for a minute. When you talk about the jump training, the plyometrics, how can parents, coaches, or athletes themselves work on this? What do you specifically want them doing going up and down on a box, pivoting when they come down? What do you want them to do? Yeah, the best thing is to find a program that, uh, that is available online that will uh, teach uh, young people how to do this. But the bottom line is, yes, they, they learn to, to jump off a box and, and land with absorbing the blow, less extension of the knees, uh, less for their knees go together and knock need. And the best thing is to have a, somebody who's trained in this to, to help the, the, the athlete learn how to do it better. So tell us why patients should come to UVA for their sports medicine care. Tell us about your team. Well, the coolest thing about UVA is we've ha we take care of two separate college teams. 
We take care of a large community group, uh, and at UVA we cover all of sports medicine. We have five surgeons. They're all specialized in each different area, and we have the best care possible uh, for all of our athletes and even our everyday uh, recreational athletes and uh, patients who uh, are not so athletic. So we can cover the whole gambit of everything in sports medicine. Nothing gets referred elsewhere because we can take care of everything. So just in the last few minutes, best advice about this common injury that we're hearing more and more about, especially with girls, soccer players, an ACL injury. Kind of give your best wrap-up for us. Sure. Um, the certain sports where female athletes are at a particular risk. One of them is uh, soccer. Another is basketball. And the best uh, we can do is to try to prevent these injuries by learning how to jump with our knees more flexed and less knock-kneed and to uh, go online and study about injury prevention uh, and uh, to remain as active and healthy and uh, muscle-toned as possible and do everything you can to avoid these injuries. If the injuries do happen, then we're prepared to to help and and try to not only uh, revise and and reconstruct uh, ligaments, but also to help uh, with the rehabilitation and getting people back uh, to their sports that they love. Thank you, Dr. Miller. It's great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio, and for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.